Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. What are you doing? I'm sorry, but I have to get out of here right now. No, come on. Slumber party isn't over yet. Yeah, we still haven't played fuck, very kill, right? Yeah. Please, look. Yeah. I'm going insane here. Olivia, I feel like I'm losing my mind. Yeah, what is it? I will go through with this, okay? I just, I can't do it here. Mia. We've decided we're not going to take you back. We can't lose you again. You're going to have to stick it out this time. David, drive me home. Come on, David. Come here. Maybe they're right. You were supposed to be here to support me, not them. I'm here for you, me. That's why. Oh, I my came. God. I'm such an idiot. To think for once in my life, I could count on you. Mia, we're just trying to help you. Fuck you, Watch a few movies, take a few notes. It was fun. <laughs> One of the best features about the original Evil Dead trilogy is how truly different all three movies felt from each other. The original Evil Dead being suspenseful and filled with dread, Evil Dead 2 being more tongue-in-cheek and sarcastic with the scary factor, and Army of Darkness being a goofy time-traveling adventure that's more action comedy than scary. But then 20 years later, a director named Fede Alvarez decided that the crazy world of deadites possessing the living because they messed with the Necronomicon needed to be told one more time, returning the whole franchise to its original suspenseful roots. So let's head back to the cabin in the woods one last time, as tonight, the dolls talk about the 2013 remake of The Evil Dead. And now, the dolls of horror. It's showtime. guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And I'm so excited for our last installment of Evil Dead Month. We have returning guest and artist, Clark. Back on shelves for today only. (laughs) Clark, I'm so excited to have you back. Me too. You're always the best. I'm excited to be here. I think I only have a few more episodes, and I'm going to get to, like, whirly status. It's like, dude, I'm coming for your title. You better get on some episodes. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you hear it's, that? It's true. And I love, you know, we need to hashtag that whirly status. <laughs> we do. Yeah, he has just been so busy lately. I miss my Billy. In fact, today is, like, the anniversary of his Piranha episode coming out. Nice. You know. Aww. Yeah, I know. Well, yes, I'm, I'm like, oh, that was great. I'm catching up, so watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> Coming for the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Clark, you have been doing some amazing work for us. And I mean, this new Friday the 13th one that you did, I'm just living for it. It's my favorite. It is officially my favorite one you've done. Oh, thank you. It's it's cool getting to experiment now. Before, I was thinking I had to kind of stick to the same thing every single time. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you've let me kind of try yeah. a couple of different things out here and there. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And the only the only one I really wasn't it. crazy about is where we looked really, really old, like old lady granny style. <laughs> oh, the doll know? one. The doll. The doll. Yeah. I fixed yeah, this... it though, so they didn't see that. I look no. amazing. <laughs> the second draft on that was much better, but most of the time your first draft is like great to go and then you make it even better and it's like how do you do it every single time it's no magic idea. like you're so talented Clark like I I love them every week mm -hmm. it's such a treat like <laughs> well I've been working on yeah. my more realistic first time ever doing it because I really started doing art digitally with you guys like your logo was the first one I've ever did Oh. And um, I'm excited to see what we're going to do for your 2022 logo. So we need to get on that. It'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm so excited too. too. Just, I mean, honestly, um, Clark, Clark has taken on this, this um, challenge of, of uh, making a new logo for us every year. So this one is our 2021 logo. He's going to work on a 2022 logo. Jamie, how do you feel about just like, Letting Clark have free reign and just do what he do do what he does and just let him do it. You take the reins, baby, because I love what yeah. you do. Like mm -hmm. it's all you, boo. Oh snap. We trust <laughs> we trust we trust you that much. And you know, we might want to make like yes. a tiny tweak here and there, but everything you do is gold. So yeah. Sweet. Well, people yeah, need we to look out you. for it. It'll be fun. Ooh. It's going to be great. Everything you do is fantastic. Amazing. So we are so lucky to have you on the team. I am so grateful that we got back in touch, not just for, you know, the show, of course, and your talent, but because it's like I never got to, like, talk to you on such a personal level before. It was just like, hi, here's your movie. Bye. Good to see you. Right. Right. Um, but, you know, becoming friends, it's like you're the coolest dude, man. <laughs> so I'm really grateful it's that true. we got this opportunity. I like to think so, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was. I over... knew you were cool. Like I knew you were cool, but you know, we never had the time to really like chat. Right. Yeah. Well, I was in the corner, like watching you guys do all your stuff together and your cons, and just hating, like jealous, like why am I not there? They're all together. Why am I not there? <laughs> oh, we so wished you were there to you. Like we have to all go do a con together. That was so much fun. But we need our Clark doll. Definitely. We you got me today. Clark doll. And we we need our Clark doll to try to maybe come out in November for Chicago. Might be a little too early, <laughs> but maybe. We'll see. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know, November, you know, no one's trying to come to Chicago. It's cold. Flights might be very cheap. That's oh, true. All right. All right. <laughs> it's how, true. Cheap, how cheap is yeah. a big jacket? Because I think I'm going to need one of those. <laughs> Both of you are going to need one of those. <laughs> I'll get a giant parka. Or many, yes. <laughs> right. Many, many sweatshirts. Mm -hmm. Layers. Many, many sweatshirts. <laughs> layers. It's all about the layers. You know, you don't need a big jacket if you have enough sweatshirts. Right? That's true. That's true. I hear. And, I don't know if i experienced. November's nice because it's not too frigid yet most of the time. It hasn't reached the zero mark. That usually happens in December, January. So November is fine. Oh, November, nice. it's a nice solid 20, 30. Oh boy! That's... I consider I consider '60s cold. So I do too. <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> like man up, wuss. <laughs> okay, guys. Tonight we are talking about Evil Dead the remake from 2013. Ooh. So sure when is the first time you've seen this one, Clark? 
Uh, well, I saw it when it came out, like probably first day in theaters. I was really excited about it because I do like the originals. Um, oh, I like the second one the most. Mm-hmm. Third one, not so not so wild about. But I'm sure you guys are probably sick and tired of them by now because you did a whole <laughs> month of it. <laughs> I'm getting there fast. I'm <laughs> seeing. I love the Evil Dead series, so I have not gotten tired of it. I have enjoyed the rewatches. Um, I watched like this one and Army of Darkness just like back to back, basically. Nice. So yeah. I'm definitely I did too. Thinking because I did all like, the homework in the same day. Terms. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't like Hatchet for you guys. No, that one gave me no. weird dreams. <laughs> I saw the world in a different way for a month when we did Hatchet. <laughs> Hatchet was really tricky because Hatchet was so immersive and such a continuation. And it was just, and it was like really, really intense. So Hatchet was definitely an experience. So it was. Well, at least the series Um, has like a lot of different tones. Exactly. It has very different tones throughout. Yes, exactly. Every single movie, including this one, is completely different from each other. And I do like that a lot. Yeah, same. Right? So what about you, Jamie? Um, When's first So time? I did not see this when it first came out. Um, I was mm-hmm. a little different. I was a little hesitant of it because I'm like, I love this franchise. I don't know. I kind of feel like it needs to have that. Like, look to it, that 80s, 90s, look to it. But anyway, I ended up seeing it um, probably like a couple years after it came out. I rented it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I rented it maybe a couple years, no more than two years after it came out. And it was, um, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I really hated it, actually. And um, I saw it twice in that one rental period and I was like mm, 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 mm. but I mean funny story is um, Clark you don't know this because the episodes haven't come out yet this is the order in which I saw the series I saw Army of Darkness first when I, right when it came out on new release at my grandma's house and then I saw part two because one of my dad's friends Billy brought it over and we watched it then I always thought part two was part one in my head. I had no idea that part one was what it is. And so I saw the remake first and then literally just a few years ago on Tubi, maybe four years ago, I saw part one for the first time thinking I was going to be watching part two. And I was like, this is not even a little bit familiar <laughs> at all. Where, where's, where's the hands? I mean, where, where, where's, where's the fun? <laughs> where's the headless ballerina? Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. All the things I remembered, it wasn't there. And then I realized I'd never seen the original. So I saw them in kind of a very strange order, not on purpose. That is weird. So, yeah. 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 But then I saw this one again last year, I think. It was on Tubi. So I saw it again on Tubi. And I liked it a little bit better. I think I maybe I just needed some distance from it, mm-hmm. so and some perspective, and um, and then I did watched it again several times for my homework, and I actually like it even better now. So this is one of those ones where it's growing on me the more I watch it. So, yeah, but I, I was think, a hard sell. I was a hard sell in the beginning. 
I think remakes are always going to be difficult for a lot of people because you have a lot of expectations, first of all, mm-hmm. um, based off of the original, especially if you love the property. Right. Um, so you want to live up to that. But also you kind of want something different because if exactly. it's copying the same exact thing, you're just like, well, what's right. the point? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like I've seen some remakes. Um, you know, this one isn't so much horror, but do you guys know the movie Funny Games? Yes. Okay, so no. you know the there's a, an American version and then a I think it was originally in German, but it's like the American version it has great actors. I love them, Naomi um, Naomi, Naomi Watts. Watts. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of some of the other people, but it was like a street like remake, like line for line outfits, um, just like the whole way the thing was staged. So yeah, it was like an exact remake by the same director. So it's just kind of interesting that it even mm. happened. Same yeah. exact, same exact movie, but it, it, just American actors. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Um, Billy Billy Worley's Piranha is a shot-for-shot remake mm-hmm. of yeah. the original, one hundred percent. So much so that I don't know if you guys have seen the original Piranha or how much you remember about it. Um, there is, yeah, there is a scene where little girl doesn't want to go swimming, right? So mm-hmm. camp counselor takes a Sharpie and scribbles uh, scribbles on her knee and then puts a bandage over her knee, right? So she doesn't have to go in the water. Now, in the remake, they show the little girl with a bandage on her knee, but they never showed that scene. And I was like, wait, did I miss it? <laughs> and it's like, no, they obviously filmed it and just cut it for time. So that's how close of a remake it was. They even had that in it. And they didn't yeah. even show that one scene. So... Yeah. Yeah, that was a shot-for-shot shot remake. Psycho was a pretty close shot-for-shot shot remake, from what oh. I remember. I I only saw it once. Yeah, I, same. I feel like really to get on to um, a remake, you basically have to like remakes in the first place, or you yeah. have to give it like ten years distance, pretty much, because yes. then people watch it, then they're like, oh, okay, you know, I actually do enjoy yeah. this compared to like when they first watch it because they're stewing about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or just be with somebody who else likes the movie because sometimes that kind of alters your perspective. If you're watching it with someone who enjoys it, then you kind of enjoy it because of that. Mm -hmm. Totally. totally. Let me ask you guys, do you you have a favorite remake horror-wise? Ooh, let me think about it. Because they've redone all my favorites, (laughs) you know? I actually like remakes. Um, I'm not going to say they're better than the originals half the time um, when I do. Sometimes. One I do prefer Sometimes more so, though, is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel. Same. I oh, do same. enjoy that better. I do enjoy the uh, remake of Hills Have Eyes better than the original one. I do like the Hills mm-hmm. Have Eyes remake a lot. There's there's a there's a few. There's a few good ones that I would say are better than the original. But I could I pretty much enjoy most of them, even if they're like, meh. I'm like, I could still enjoy it. I don't love it, but right. I enjoy it. Right, yeah, no, I really like the Texas Chainsaw one a lot. I think they did a really good job revamping that. Yeah, I prefer the OG on that, but I really liked the remake too. I thought that was like a lot of fun. I saw it in theaters. Like, I loved mm-hmm. the remake too. I'm trying to think off the top of my head what a favorite remake of mine is. I mean, you know, people have people like there's the thing, but it's not really quite a remake. Right. You know? They but- marketed that as a remake, but it turned out to be a prequel. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I like I like that almost like, I guess, like different phase of the thing. Like, because yeah. it's not yeah, really yeah, a was, remake. That was really interesting what they and did. And then it's hard also because you have those, like, I think it was like Dark Castle movies or something where they remade all those really, really old ones from like the 60s and whatnot. So there was like, say, 
House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ghost like Ship, that. things like that, like, you know? I like the House on Haunted Hill remake. I forgot about that one. 13 Ghosts. Like, those were all good I like remakes. That one. I prefer them better, but it's also just mm-hmm. because they're they're more my time. Yeah, very different ones. style. I actually, on Shudder right now, they have the original 13 Ghosts. I've never seen it. I've just seen the... And I'm like, I got to watch this, but it looks totally different because it's black and white. It's like this family sitting down in the in the like preview, you know, picture. It's way different. It it looks so different. (laughs) Jamie, the original 13 Ghosts was revolutionary for 3D technology. I'll just tell you that right now. Oh, really? Okay, I'm going to watch it because I was curious about it. I I almost put it on. No, it's it's worth your what hour and 20 minutes, however long it is. It's um how they marketed that one it was so cool and i think we talked about this when we covered it um because that was one of our very first episodes we did it within a couple of months of the show starting and for the audience to see the ghost they gave you these special glasses that you put on and if you didn't have the glasses because i didn't have the glasses that looked like a 3d image where it's like blue and red right um but you couldn't really see what you were supposed to be seeing like it wasn't a total 3D image. So it was it was very, very early 3D technology. It was very interesting. Wow. All right. I'm putting it yeah. on. I yeah, don't have no, the glasses, but no, it's I watch and it. I, I like the story. Like the Yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, it's a fun story. It's a different story. Like the ghosts are kind of friendly. Oh, you okay. Know? That's different. The lawyer the lawyer's still still a bad guy, but the ghosts are like there to help most of the time. The ghosts remind me of like Barbara and Adam from Beetlejuice when they're in the sheets. Yep. 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 yep, yep, yep. Love them. 100%. Yeah. So go in with that kind of family friendly mindset. I'm going to do it. Not not the remake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I know. Because I saw it half mindset. I I, like saw the picture preview, you know, or whatever when I was scrolling. And I'm like, that looks very different than 13 Ghosts. This looks a little Leave it to Beaver versus like 13 Ghosts. Just the picture did, you know. I got to watch it. That is. Yeah. That is accurate. (laughs) it's pretty accurate and you know but still good i'm just saying yeah Mm -hmm. um okay guys let's get on with our evil dead remake our final installment of evil dead month for those of you who have not seen this movie here is the synopsis spoilers up the wazoo on this one yes many spoilers ahead Five friends head to a remote cabin to help one of them detox from drugs when satan shows up that's pretty much what happens. God, ain't that a bitch? Lark. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's basically basically how, how it goes down. Um, it stars Jane Levy, Shiloh Fernandez, Jessica Lucas, Lou Taylor Pucci, and Elizabeth Blackmore. This one was directed by Freddy Alvarez, who also did Don't Breathe, and also written by him and... Some other guy whose name I can't pronounce. Rodo something or other. Who also did Don't Breathe. So these guys are obviously a team. Um, have you guys seen Don't Breathe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like it. I did too. The that end. Was that was crazy. The yeah, it was good. wild. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely takes a few left turns. Right. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Oh, I liked yeah. it though. Very twisty. I'm curious to see the second one that's out I now. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I went I went in with zero expectations and I walked away very happy. So that was a pleasant surprise. It was good. Okay. Um let's let's kick it off with our favorite kill, huh? Fatality. Um I want to hear Clark's cuz this is his pick of a movie. <laughs> 
Um, there's there's a few good ones. I mean, they're all gory. This is a bloody movie. Just yes. warning out there for people. Very bloody. If you movie. like blood, this is up your alley, which should be considering the originals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like uh, I know David's is the one that surprised me. I did not see that coming, Same. and I was just like, okay, because I thought uh-huh. he was gonna be like the Ash character, you know, and it turns out he wasn't. <laughs> um, right. Grandpa made me pissed off. I almost wanted to walk out. I had to make a note of that in my Dogs of Horror notes, okay, about what happens to Grandpa. I had to pause it and write that down. Just say warning, folks. Warning. But I don't know what you guys picked, but I feel like the only real choice is Natalie. Because Natalie, first of all, she cuts off one of her arms with a turkey carver. She gets all these nail guns in her face. And she gets like a shotgun <laughs> to cut it, like blow off her other arm. And she's like, my face hurts. I'm like, but bitch, you have two arms missing. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that kill too. And like, she actually, she totally surprised me. Cause like throughout most of the movie for her, for me, she was kind of like, all right, I'm like, I want her to die. She's not doing anything. I want her to die. <laughs> Um, but then, like, you know, then she turns around and, like, cuts her arm off with the, the turkey cutter. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> she's getting okay. proactive. <laughs> I, sh- I need to give I need to give her girl more credit because she's willing to do what it takes. She just cut her arm off. Mm-hmm. Okay. that's She's, she's mm-hmm. not so bad. I give yeah, her she was <laughs> very underutilized in the beginning, for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she is- just sort of stood in the background and just bitched and whined a little bit. And that's it. <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready to see her die, and I want it to be bloody and gooey. But um, she she did really surprise me. Uh, you know, where it's like, okay, all right, she's 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 badass. I'll give her that. Give they her were that. brutal to all these people, like every single yes. one of them. Like it wasn't just like a little simple kill. It's like, no, I'm gonna make you no. have pain and suffer. <laughs> yes, people were oh, getting nailed. for a long time. People were getting nailed. People were getting banged, and not in the good <laughs> ways. <laughs> It was like nail guns and hammers and all kinds of stuff. Just everyone had gotten nailed. And then boomstick uh, and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> That's all she wrote. Yep. Um, I I really liked that kill too. Um, but I think I have to say for me, um, I really like when um, Olivia, right? So when mm-hmm. Eric basically, because I love my toilet terror and he smashes, <laughs> he smashes her face, you know, he smashes her with part of the toilet. So I mean- I do enjoy that that happens. So that particular moment, I think, is my favorite, like, kill. Because she goes down. I think she comes back. But I'm just going to go with the toilet. (laughs) Toilet to the head. I'm pretty sure after the toilet, she was done. She was. Okay. I was like, somebody jumped back up. But I don't know if it was her or not. But I don't know. I might have the same reaction if I had a syringe in my eye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Over and over and over again. Right. Right. It wasn't just one stick. It was she just kept stabbing him in the eyeballs with syringes. No, not not cool. Very not nice at all. Eric really took a beating in this one. Eric really took a beating. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. They all did really though. Um yeah, my my favorite is is Olivia, but the whole the whole thing from the moment she gets puked on, okay, which is really gnarly um but she basically you know goes to the bathroom and starts to clean up and i don't know what exactly possessed her but obviously it was a demon and 
she just literally starts slicing her face off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we've covered this already in Poltergeist. I have clearly have an issue with people slicing their faces off. I mean, there must be some childhood trauma for seeing, from seeing Poltergeist because that got to me this time too. And then she attacks his eyes with needle and then he cracks her over the head with the toilet lid. And that was kind of great. I'm just saying. Yeah. So it, the whole was- the whole thing is really wonderful. It was cool that we got to see, though, her face, what it was going to end up like beforehand in the mirror. That was a cool yeah. scene. Oh, very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what else I really liked in this one is they really played up the pictures in the Necronomicon and what is how it was reading the future yeah. um, a lot. And I really liked that part, too. Yeah, I, I notated that as well. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really neat. And so, so, um, was it Eric? Yeah, Eric. Because this is all his fault, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. He basically knew totally. exactly what was about to happen because he already read that book. And it's like, dude, so if things started to happen, he, he was like, oh, damn. Yeah, my bad. It's like, dude, if, if you find a creepy old book in a basement and it's barbed wired shut, you probably shouldn't fucking read it. All the dead cats weren't enough to, like, steer you away from there. (laughs) I know. I would have been out of that room, like, so fast. I would have been out of that whole cabin so fast. Well, first of all, barbed wire and in a bag, too. It wasn't even just, like, it wasn't even, like, wrapped, just wrapped up. It was inside a plastic garbage bag. So, I mean, it was really, really wrapped up. Right. Yes. Exactly. It's not like the book was just laying about, oh, here's a book. No. You're not supposed to do this. They needed a friend from Jersey to be like, no, it's garbage. It's garbage. You don't touch that. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did need that person. And yeah, like, man, Erica really like, yeah, made a mistake on this one. Um, <laughs> but I but I did make a note that, you know, I said, well, Eric, you saved your friend, but pulled that weapon out of yourself. So uh, you died drooling and blabbering about how much you care about your friend before ending up face down in a puddle. Yes, that's pretty Basically much what how happened. it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what went down, man. That's what went down. But th- this one has some really great kills for the modern audience who loves the gore. Uh, for me, I mean, honestly, I think what I didn't like about it in the beginning was it was so over the top in the gore. But now I can appreciate it. But if, yeah, I think that was my big aversion to it the first time I watched it. I was not into this much gore was not not happy but like i said i grew to like it um fashion moment young hot and an attitude that says who cares it's only fashion that hansel's so hot right now oh i want to go i want to go because okay. <laughs> <laughs> i only have one um <laughs> i was having a struggle trying to find something i liked in this one until it was time for Mia to get buried and she was in like in that red burial dress. And I was like, that's beautiful. I that's a beautiful dress. There you go. There you go. That's a beautiful dress. And that was literally my only option. I had nothing else. Well, so, it's all I mean, very clean cut, like J crew looking yeah. clothing, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, whenever he uh, put her in the red dress, I was just kind of like, okay, this is unnecessary. Why are you doing that? Like, what's the purpose? Why are you putting your sister in this dress just to bury her? I know. That's a, that is when a everyone else, dress. 
Yes, but also like when everyone else, it's not like she's in the coffin. She's not getting a viewing, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone is dead. I mean. So why are you putting on airs? Yeah. Yeah, you're really putting out forth a lot of effort into this. So, (laughs) yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little like, really? Um, I would be spending my time getting the fuck out. Yeah. Instead of dressing my sister for a burial. Yeah. (laughs) that's just me what a sentence (laughs) i'm i'm selfish like that that's just how i am i'm sorry (laughs) jamie well i i do love that dress i notated it but i do have a couple other notations too yay um so towards the beginning mia is wearing like a michigan sweatshirt with like the Mm -hmm. little plaid skirt um and i it's like a little nod to sam raimi He's from Michigan, yeah. and I'm pretty sure Linda's wearing Linda or somebody else is wearing a Michigan sweatshirt. In the somebody original. is. It's whoever is dating Ash. I want to say. Yeah, Linda. Okay. okay. So, um, <laughs> so I like having um, I do like having like the little homage because, and there's lots of them. We'll talk about some of them, but um, mm-hmm. I like the little callback to the original with the Michigan sweatshirt. Um, and then I did note um, our girl Natalie that pink. Kind of dress she was wearing. Um, it was mm-hmm. nipple. It was nipple town USA at the end. <laughs> so I just had to make a note about it. Was she excited or was she cold? You'll never know. I know. We'll never know. We'll never know. There was a lot going on. So, <laughs> <laughs> but nipple town USA, and that's all I have to say on close. You know that may be the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss depending you guys on what else is said by Jamie. <laughs> Moving on to favorite hair. How's my hair? Hurricane proof. Hey, it's all about the hair. <laughs> our girl, our girl. Oh, what about you, Clark? What's yours? Well, I was really happy, first of all, just about the sound clip that you guys changed it. I mean, I love the other one, but this one is just, it makes more sense. It's actually horror. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely perfect. And as soon as Jesse did it without telling us, and as soon as he played it that first time, it was just magic. And it filled so me much with joy. so much so much joy and happiness. So thank you, Jesse. Thank you. <laughs> um, I actually didn't have anything really for hair. There wasn't a whole lot of, I mean, all the right. girls had beautiful hair. Oh, the guys had great hair. Um, so I'm going to go with the girl in the beginning who had it on fire. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. She was a redhead and then became even redder. Mm-hmm. Oh, Damn. <laughs> I, I picked him Eric because he just had a really beautiful mane of hair. And we all know I really love some long hair on a guy. So I liked I liked his hair just in the most general sense. It was really nice. I actually picked Eric as well for his facial for his facial hair and oh. long hair combo. Oh, there you go. There you go. I think he just had the most of it in this area out of anybody. So maybe that's why <laughs> I was drawn to it. But I it looked good. And it I did look he, good. I heard he wanted to have his hair kind of styled like that because he wanted to look a little bit more like 80s or, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of fit in with like the original movie a little bit. That's just a fact I read on the Internet. Don't know. And that's true. why he, he wanted glasses like that, too. That's what yep. I read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, when we go to um, talk about the actors and we'll talk about some of the stuff he's done that I've seen him in. I didn't really know who he was, but looking upon his filmography, he looks so different in every so single different. thing he does. Mm-hmm. So Which different. Always amazing. I love it when that happens. It's yeah. terrific, right? When I, when I saw his picture on like Internet Movie Database, I was like, whoa, that's him? Right. <laughs> Same. Same. 
Um, all right. Well, you know, let's just, just go ahead and start talking about our actor, shall we? Yeah. All right. Um, let's start off with our, our new Ash, uh, Mia, played by Jane Levy. Um, Henry was said to me when we were watching this over and over again, um, besides why are you watching this over and over again? That's something else he said to me, mm -hmm. um, was where do I know her from? And I said, well, don't breathe for one. And he did see several episodes of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I think he <laughs> liked it. I think he liked it, though. He wouldn't, wouldn't admit it. But he was watching uh -huh. it. And I walked in. And he's I said, what's this? Lying, but he's... And he's like, it's kind of a musical show. And I said, oh, I can get with that. You know? So, yeah, I like that, too. Um, and Castle Rock. But those are the only things I've yeah. seen her in. What about you guys? Uh, I've oh, seen... Pretty much fun size have you ever seen that with uh no uh -uh. well it has a victoria justice who was in that victorious nickelodeon show it's a cute oh. like halloween themed um family kind of movie where they like lose a kid and have to go find him <laughs> and stuff like that I my favorite kind <laughs> and she plays uh the best friend who um is not as clean cut as the main one. Oh yeah <laughs> So that it's, one. it's fun. It's a fun, good time movie. It's nothing like amazing, but I recommend watching it. I mean, it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do enjoy some nice family um, Halloween movies like Halloween Town and things like that. You I know. love Halloween Town. Oh, my right. God. Now it's going to be on my mind all day. Thank you. It's almost spooky season. It is not too early to start watching all the Halloween towns. Well, right. you put you put on there recently. What are some horror Halloween mm -hmm. themed movies? That's not yeah. Halloween, obviously. Yeah. And like all my favorites aren't necessarily horror because they're all like cheesy, like Ernest Scared Stupid and Hocus Pocus. <laughs> A lot too. of people mentioned Ernest Scared Stupid on that. Mm -hmm. a little thread and i was like okay maybe we need to do a little earn scared stupid on this show sometime <laughs> because it, obviously people love it um i can get with that and i can too it's I been really ages like, i mean i loved Ernest. me too know? i mean maybe if you can't do just like um one solid movie you could just do like a theme where you talk about like say family horror movies like a day yeah. which is a whole bunch of them it's true true i like that and, idea i mean hocus pocus is always a favorite um direct what written or directed something mick garris had something to do with that who is in charge of so many great horror movies like critters 2 and the stand and sleepwalkers yeah. i mean i love mick garris so i'll talk about anything he does no matter what yeah <sighs> Shiloh Fernandez plays David. Um, you know, I think personally, I've only seen where is it? Cadillac Records. Love I've, that seen, movie. I've seen that one too. Red yeah. Riding Hood with um the girl from Mean Girls. I can't think of her name right now. You know, I thought I'd oh, seen yeah. that. I thought I had seen that, but when I looked at it, it was not familiar. So I don't think I actually ever did go through with watching it. Mm-hmm. I've right. seen um, Dead Dead Girl. He was in that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard of the show Jericho. I never saw it. I knew a couple of people that were in it. Um, so there's that. Uh, From Within is a pretty popular right now. A lot of people are oh. talking about that. I have also seen he, that. yeah, he wrote and starred in 2021's Birthday Cake. So I don't know what that is, but he's branching out into the writing. Um, too so that's really neat he's a cutie too yeah good looking guy hopefully yeah. get some more prominent roles yes i would watch him again i would watch him in a movie again 
Gladly. Everybody in this movie was pretty. Mm. Oh, yeah. Especially Olivia. Gosh, she's beautiful. I was just going to say that Olivia is so gorgeous. She wins the most beautiful of the most beautiful people (laughs) in this movie. I agree. I think she is stunning. And she has such a like exotic look almost. But... I mean, I don't even know how to describe her look. It's she's so so pretty. Henry was really into her too. He was really drawn to her look as well. Um, Jessica what, Lucas. Yeah, what, her name. when I watched this, this is the only one I actually knew from beforehand. Yeah. Like I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I know who this actress is. Right. By the way, Halloween Town Part Two. She was in that. Jamie. <laughs> oh, Just so yeah. you know. So <laughs> now you now you have a reason to watch them. I'm giving you an out right now. You know, um, she she did so many great movies. Like she did, she's the man, which is kind of a guilty pleasure. Love it. I'm not even guilty about it. I love that. Same. I love that movie. Adorable. It's so cute. Okay, I'm gonna watch that too now. It's been a while. Thank you. That's our that's our era though, and I think a lot of people would probably find it problematic nowadays. Oh yeah. with us, I mean, like, it's just kind of, like, hard to, like, take those movies so seriously, you I know? know. <laughs> I love that movie. People have a problem. Like, people take things way too seriously, and it's just a fun romp, and just go with it. Yeah. yeah. Just go with it. Just have right? fun, goddammit. Just have fun. Yeah. That's what it's for. Yep. It's just a fun movie. <laughs> and also yep. just realize when movies were made sometimes. You just have to give yeah. them a little bit of yeah. pass. You're like, okay, well, this was the the climate back then, you know, mm-hmm. so <laughs> can't take it make- so seriously. And that makes yeah. it even more interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, it's this- a bit of a time capsule. Right. And this was, of course, a remake of um, a loose remake on um, Some just, one of the, just one of the guys. From the eighties, oh. um, there was, it wasn't a soccer team, but it was you know a girl pretending to be a guy in school. Well, this is that. from what I remember thinking. She's the man was something about like a, a Shakespeare retelling. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I can't remember which one though, but like they have the names of the characters, like Olivia or no, it was Violet or something. I don't know. Kind of like Ten Things I Hate About You did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love 10 things I hate about you. Same. I'm not even sorry about that either. I'm not uh, even. I love that but she's movie. also in The Covenant. And that is yeah. just like a gay baiting horror movie. That's like not really that horror. Um, so many beautiful men in it. And if, yes. if, if that's what you're into, go ahead and watch it. Because it's fun. But it's <laughs> yeah. not the greatest movie. But it has Sebastian So many beautiful Stan. women in it too. Like there's more men. But there are some really pretty girls. Henry Inclu- likes The Covenant. Including the girl from She's the Man. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, actually, also, yeah. Wow. Wait, which one? Both of the, them. Who? The blonde girl who's like the main. Yeah. Also, she's the man. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. No, so the got- covenant is the the covenant's worth a watch, guys. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Cloverfield also for the horror people. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. She also did uh, was a regular on Gotham the show recently. Mm-hmm. And did you guys ever watch the revival of Mel- Melrose Place? I uh, Ashley Simpson. A- I watched I half of one, half of one episode. She was in okay. that. I was never really a Melrose girl, but you know, I am a 90 girl, and she was in the remake of 90210 as well. Yeah. There you go. So I did watch all five seasons of that, and I may own them on DVD. I'm just saying. Um, 
<laughs> even though I haven't watched them for about 10 years, I, I do. They are in the collection. Uh, and then uh, most recently, The Resident in 2021. Yeah. Oh, our man who plays Eric, man. Um, Lou Taylor Pucci. I have only seen him in American Horror Story 1984, I think. And for those who don't know, he's the hippie that's caught in the repeating time. Right, right. Yeah. But did you guys also know that that he played Frederick in The Sound of Music on Broadway? No. No. Oh. The Broadway star. Wow. Um, yeah. I have I have seen Ava's Possessions that he's in, or that one was really fun. It's like kind of like an AA group for people who've been possessed. Oh, how funny. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It, it's really good. Um, I don't I'm trying to remember what streaming channel. I don't know if it was like an original to a streaming channel. Maybe not, but um it's called Ava's Possession or Possessions. Um, and it's really good. It's really fun. The concept is great, and he's in that. Are they um, like, I lost 10 pounds on the Reagan possession diet? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. <laughs> um, that sounds he, awesome. Yeah, he was also in this movie, Spring, um, that I've been wanting to watch ever since it came out. And every time I try to start it, I just like, it loses me somewhere in there. It's like a guy goes on this, guy goes to Italy or something, I think, and he meets this woman and falls for her but she's like a monster of some kind um, oh i think i've seen that yeah i've been wanting to watch it but i just have not been able to get into it but he's he's in that one so i want to watch it and see him in it i just haven't been able to get there yet the two other ones that i've seen him in you have know, you guys I ever think seen i've Carriers? seen that but i don't know which one that sounds familiar but i don't think so uh carriers and it has um chris pine piper parablo and oh. then the guy from is it CIA? I forget what they are when there's like special victims unit. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> I haven't so seen this. The main guy is uh, about um, Law and Order. Law and Order. Thank you. Um, and it's like a basically a virus that kind of kills off most of the world and people are just afraid of getting infected and things of that sort. And he's the younger brother in it. And he's, it's pretty good. I like it. You guys should give it a chance. Nice. I will check it out. Yeah. Sound, then, uh, sounds appropriate for this time. Yeah, I know. I was like, that Definitely. sounds kind of familiar. And did you guys watch Southland Tales? No, uh-uh. Has like a whole bunch of people. Like has Sarah Michelle Gellar, has The Rock, has everyone you think of. Sherry O'Terry. <laughs> um, and he plays a small little character in that too. And you would never even think it was oh, him. I honestly. love her. Wow. I got to check that out. <laughs> what i mean just like we said he looks different in every single thing he's ever done so that's oh, yeah, awesome he does right yeah yeah elizabeth blackmore plays natalie and i think she's most known for the vampire diaries and supernatural and legend of the and seeker awesome what now legend of the seeker it was like this sci-fi like fantasy show. Oh, well, she's in that. <laughs> oh, no, I never watched that. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So I'm like, I can't remember what she was or who she was. But I remember that show. Anyway, I liked her in this. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, cover. Yeah. She's, she's Australian, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's from Perth, Australia. So I also did not know that. So I didn't, I didn't clock it. She has a good American accent. She has a great American she accent. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Also, she wasn't really talking a whole lot. She's just kind of standing there like a like a dope, like not saying or doing anything. I mean, maybe that's why she didn't have very many lines in the beginning. Maybe she was like, oh, no, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see here. Okay, so this one is just credited as teenager. And that was obviously the one who was lit on fire. Mm -hmm. uh, Clark's hair moment. <laughs> And her name was Phoenix Connolly, and she only did six things, uh, none of which I've seen. Yeah. Uh, her dad, Harold, played by J Jim McLarty, he was in Meatballs in 1979. Oh, geez. I watched that yeah. for the first time, like, last year, and that's that's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> that, it is. That, that is a movie, definitely. <laughs> uh, also, Tommy Knockers, the show from 1993, and The Frighteners, and... Many, 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 many Power Rangers episodes and projects starting in 2004 until 2015. So he was in so many reincarnations of Power Rangers. Nice. Wow. I'm trying to place who he was then. Did he like own like a eatery or something? He probably was a different character every time. You know how they do that. Uh, okay. You know? Yeah. Because they, they just keep revamping the show and movies and just starting all over again with same characters new people so mm -hmm. i had to play one of the boys all the time because the girl characters would get taken when we were playing power rangers oh that's messed up man well i want to say the yellow ranger was a boy in the original ones like i uh, think you're right that's why it doesn't have a skirt yeah 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 it was just the pink ranger for a while yeah yep 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 for sure okay serena vincent was a yellow ranger wasn't she I think so. In a while, after Maybe. a while, I think she was the yellow one. You know, they finally gave a boy the pink ranger at one point, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I wow. want to say they did. I don't know exactly how pink. It might have been more purple, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. I'll take I'll take purple. Totally. Right? <laughs> awesome. Um, so that's all I have for the cast. Does anyone else have anything else they would like to add? I will say that I like that the evil Mia is referred to as Abomination Mia. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that was somebody named Randall Wilson who played, I guess, played played Abomination Mia. Um, but anyway, that's literally what it's listed as, Abomination Mia, and that is badass. Did any of I'm you guys in. get like super exorcist vibes with her half the time? Very yeah. much so. Yeah. Like whenever Big she time. was like kind of like um, snickering, or uh -huh. like, do you remember whenever he? He was driving with her because she was like sick, obviously, and the yeah. the pathway was flooded, and she just kind of has like this look, like she's like, mm -hmm, "Yeah, I did that, but you won't." <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly the look. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yeah, it was 100%. definitely giving me exorcist vibes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, um, hey, let's let's go to epic line now. This is gonna be totally epic. All right. Uh, Clark, how about you uh, take well, us off with us? I'm excited because we got kind of like a pre-warning that none of us picked the same one. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is always uh, fun. Um, I have a few that I did like um, because there was, um, well, there's one that's kind of vulgar, <laughs> but it does remind me of the exercise we were just talking about. So I just live for these kind of things. And it's whenever she, um, 
she um God, what am I saying? Like she looks at her brother, she's down in the cellar, and she just looks up and she goes, like, why don't you come here so I can suck your cock, pretty boy? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> very, very, very exorcist, like you said. Why don't you come down here so I can suck your cock, pretty boy? Mia. Mia, Mia, you fucking idiot! Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's very much like your mother sucks cocks in hell. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> Very similar. And Close enough. The, right. And then there's the going back and forth whenever um, Natalie cuts off her arm. And he's just like, I promise everything's going to be okay. Both going to be fine. It's going to be okay, babe. <laughs> and the other dude's just like, she just cut her fucking arm off. Does that sound fine? <laughs> Hold on, baby. Hold on, please. Eric and I, we're going to put a stop to this, Okay. I promise that everything's gonna be fine. Okay? Okay, baby. She just cut her fucking arm off. Is that stuff fine? It's fine. It's like, a, that's a reaction that people should have to that, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but my, my favorite line from the whole thing, just because it's pretty iconic for the movie itself, is at the very end, whenever she has, what did you say the name was? Abomination Mia? Yes. <laughs> and then Abomination Mia goes like, I will feast on your soul. And she just goes, feast on this motherfucker, which is great. <laughs> yeah. I will feast on your soul. Feast on this motherfucker. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have a I have about three here that I wrote down. Um this first runner up, I just like it because it gives you like a good sense of like, I guess like dread. She's uh this is after she's comes back from being out in the woods and uh her brother, Mia's brother, comes to check on her and she says to him, There's something in the woods, David, and I think it's here with us right now. Mm-hmm. Please. You have to get me out of here. Nobody said this is going to be easy. No. and creepy you know like really creepy i like when somebody says there's something with us you know and you can't see it mm -hmm. um so i really like that one and then i also really love before they're headed on their trip uh she says i know i look like roadkill i've been there <laughs> hey mia i'll be damned you actually came come on you're a big brother of course i came i know i look like roadkill Oh, you look beautiful, as always. And you're a charming liar, <laughs> as always. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, we know I look like roadkill. I look like shit right now. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so, but my favorite line comes from towards the beginning of the movie, and I just thought it was great. It's when um, our girl is tied up and about to get burned, talking to her dad. And she says, I will rip your soul out, daddy. <laughs> Please stop. She got real mad. Yeah. <laughs> real mad, real quick. Fast. Zero to a hundred. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Well, um, okay, so I have one runner up, and then I have two lines that kind of go back to back. So I'll they were within a minute or two minutes of each other, so I'll give those to you all at the same time. Um, my runner up is uh when they're trying to figure it out, right? And they're like, are you sure this is gonna work? If I kill my sister, she will be at peace. And he's like, am I sure? Of course I'm not. This is not a science book. You sure this will work? If we, if I kill my sister, she'll be at peace. Am I? Am I sure? Of course not. This is not a science book. <laughs> and uh, my, my winners, I mean, this is all about Eric for me. He had the best lines for me. Um, is, uh, like, like I said, he did this all by himself and he knows exactly what's going on, kind of, as much as you can. Sure. But he's like, everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. Everything is not going to be fine. I don't know if you've noticed, but nothing has been fine. Everything has been getting worse every second. And then a minute later, he's like, you know, I don't think a tranquilizer is going to do anything because I don't think we're dealing with a panic attack. He's like, I'm scared. What's happening has something to do with the fucking witchcraft in the basement. <laughs> you should have known. We've all been following your lead since we got here. We should have left when Mia wanted to. Baby, please. Okay, let's not lose our heads, okay? Look, with any luck, it'll stop raining in a couple hours, and we'll be able to cross the creek in the morning, and we'll take her to a hospital, okay? Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> Everything's gonna be fine. I don't know if you'd noticed this, but, but nothing has been fine. And everything's been getting worse. Every second. You give, another, give her another shot. I can put her into a coma. For Christ's sake, Olivia, she's gonna kill herself down there. Go get the shot. I gotta get the strap out of my arm. I, I have tweezers in my purse. David, listen to me. I, I, I don't think a tranquilizer's gonna do shit. Because I don't think we're dealing with a friggin' panic attack here. I'm scared that what's happening to me has something to do with the fucking witchcraft in the basement. Yep. Witchcraft. Quali yeah, quality lines in this one. Yeah, and uh, he, he called it. He, he knew exactly what was going on.
<laughs> well, I mean, I would hope so. It's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's all his fault. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah, for me, it was all about Eric. So, yeah. He's he's yeah. great other than the other than the you know fucking everything up, but other than that, he's great. <laughs> I swear to God, if we go somewhere and you guys read a text from an evil book, I swear. Are do dem jula or something like that. <laughs> Was that child's play mm-hmm. that you were doing? Well, close enough. I'm sure I yeah. butchered it. <laughs> okay, prop we would like to own. That's right, no other props! Not a single other prop! (laughs) (laughs) I had so many props for this one. What about you guys? Did you only have three? I only had a couple, and some of them are kind of repeats of the other Evil Dead movies. Well, this is true. This is also true. I'll let you guys go first. Clark, take it away. Okay, well, I mean, I do love my winner, but (laughs) (laughs) I did make notation, of course, of the necklace. Um, It's kind of a throwback to the first and second, I want to say, but this one looks so much better. (laughs) Um, But I was like, meh. It'd be crazy not to want the Necronomicon, especially this one with the drawings are so good. So good. I love this one. But my winner, just because I had one at one point, this one is a little different, but I'm going to go with the Red Jeep. But I want Mia's arm either as the antenna or hanging from the mirror of mirror. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's good. You know what, dude? I also had the Jeep, but I did not have the antenna accessory. So I, I like yours better. I know, you're missing there out, you Summer. You need I the know. antenna accessory. <laughs> I need to think outside the box here, but I really like that sweet Jeep, man. <laughs> it is pretty sweet. Um, I, you know, I, I want this Necronomicon for my collection with my other Necronomicon as well. Um, I really like the pictures in this one, so I was gonna say I really want the Necronomicon in the bag with the wire around it, but I'd want to see the pictures. Um, you know, I mentioned the necklace too because I've always loved the necklace from the first and second movie. That was my pick for the first movie. Yeah. Um, Natalie's arm that falls down. I would really like that when she chops it off and it falls. Um, it just goes like, spunk. Yeah, it just. <laughs> uh, I would love the arm just to add to my buckets of body parts. Um, and then, but my favorite thing, my favorite thing is I love the collage of pictures of like the friends and like the family that yeah. are in the cabin. They look at it a couple times. They reminisce over it a couple times just for a moment. But I would like that. I'd like that blood on it, preferably. But just the collage of their pictures mm-hmm. from the cabin. Yeah, that's sweet. <clears throat> I had all those things. Um, of course, we just talked about the Jeep. Uh, I really want this specific Necronomicon. I really liked the pictures in this one specifically, even though the other one is classic. Um, I really love the art in this one. Of course, I actually like this necklace most of all the other necklaces. I like this one the best. Um, but I, I think my winner, if, you know, the Necronomicon, you know, is too generic for everybody because who doesn't want that, right? My winner is going to be Mia's old diary. Oh, nice. Yeah. I wouldn't have never the, thought of that, but that's a good one. It, it would go great with my, you know, my, uh, my books, you know, you and your bo- buckets of body parts and me and my books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I, I don't I don't have this like I did to the book in uh, Victor Crawley when I just pulled it out. I said, actually, I do have this. 
I do not Which have this diary. Which was the I wanted to own. And you're like, oh, really? I have that. <laughs> right here. See? Because I knew you were going to pick it. I just had a I feeling. <laughs> so I was, I had it ready. Oh, really? That's what you want. Okay. Got it here. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Oh yeah, but no, all those are all good props, obviously, because we all had most of them. Already, special effects. They're not <laughs> going to show this, are they? Oh my God, they're going to show it! Ah, talk about your shock and terror. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, these effects. Oh golly, um, these these effects were done by you know a woman um, and 50 other people, but she had taught billing, Tanya Bedoyce, and she did the effects for Underworld in 2009, the newest Black Christmas remake in 2019, which honestly didn't have very many effects at all, except for some black goo. They didn't show a whole lot. And Spartacus, the show. But again, 50 other people did work on this, so she wasn't, you know, the only one well, I feel like this movie did it right when it comes to effects. Like, I, I could be completely wrong, but from what it looks like, they did practical mixed with CGI they to enhance. They did. Mostly yeah. practical. All that blood was real. and It wasn't CGI blood. Mm-hmm. And it just gives yeah. you a better, like, look to it, honestly. When it's too clean, it just kind of takes you out of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, other notes I had, guys. Uh, so much puke. <laughs> Um, the wound in Eric's chest, uh, so much blood and he, he going to be dead. That's mm-hmm. what I wrote. Uh, bad grammar and all. I mean, that's exactly what I wrote. He going to be dead. <laughs> um, Olivia, Olivia slicing her face off, which was my favorite kill. Natalie's whole arm situation. <laughs> that, just the whole thing. And then, uh, Mia's final battle was like, wow. And when I saw the special features on my DVD and those were all practical and like even the stretching of the arm, it was so gnarly. I was like, are you kidding me? This movie yeah. had a lot of scenes that were hard to watch. Um, there's the part where Natalie hits, um, Eric with the crowbar and his hand just kind of slices in half. Yeah. And then there's the part where she like licks the blade and her tongue goes in half. And then like that. Yeah. at one point, I think she's like in the shack or something like that. And like a blade goes through and cuts her and you can hear the slice and there's some good effects and it's just hard stuff to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're very extreme. Yeah. So I liked a lot of the effects. Um, I liked a lot of the extremeness. Like I like that everything was kind of soaked in blood at various points, like, you know, mm-hmm. a la the original as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I did make some notes here. Um, some of them we've already talked about. Oh, okay. So now I'm trying to remember who it was, but I wrote that I enjoyed the urine. Somebody pees on themselves while they're being possessed. And to me, when somebody, when somebody pees themselves, like, it's serious. You know what I mean? Like, if something's taking over your body, that could happen. So I thought that was, like, an attention to detail that I was like, ooh, like, that's intense. Uh, was it Olivia? Also, like I think it's said, Olivia. The She's standing there and, like, she pees yeah. on herself and there's blood dripping on her. And I'm like, that is serious. That is serious situation that she's in right now. Um I thought the branches when they were holding the branches were holding her was super gnarly. Let another little homage to the originals. 
-hmm. you know, overall, I will say I, I love the effects, but I'm such a fan of the effects in the originals. Like, I do mm -hmm. like how the original, like, I do like the look better um, when they turn, like when the dead, when the evil dead or whatever takes over them. I like how they look better in the original. They look like really like gross and weird. Um, so I preferred that look to, to how they looked in this one, but. Overall, mm -hmm. I, I really did like the special effects. I was the opposite, oh, yeah. actually. I love the look of the Deadites on this one. Mm -hmm. And the other one just looks like such bad makeup that I'm just like, See, I, can't. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that aspect of it. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is a completely different feel of a movie. And that is mostly why, honestly, is that those low budget practical effects versus these practical effects completely different. And I mean, the gore is ramped up to the extreme as well. So I, I like them both. It really just depends on the mood I'm in. And as I said, in the beginning, I didn't like this one at all. And this was the reason. And I've totally changed my mind. I like it so much better now because of this. So, And I am glad they made the, the tree scene a little bit less rapey. Same. <laughs> Same. Mm -hmm. I do like mm -hmm. I do like what they did with that because it was still really uncomfortable. Like it still, yeah, it still had that same discomfort, but it wasn't as yeah, ugh, rapey. <laughs> well, let's move right on to cinematography because I got I got something to say about that scene that I loved. Go and ahead. That was uh, you know after she um, when she gets captured by the forest. First of all, I really loved it. I thought it was beautiful. And, um, you know, it's right after she runs away from the drowned car. Um, good job, bitch. You just wrecked that car, you know. And um, the branches, they kind of form like an eye. And we're looking at her through the branches looking like an eye. And I loved that specific shot. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was great. And um, I really was into the opening titles on this one. Oh, yeah. It was like upside down and overhead and then it kind of flips and you're just like watching that Jeep drive on through the forest to show you how much the middle of nowhere they're in right now. Loved it. Like that scene uh, too. Noted it. Yeah. And then of course there's a, there's my, my favorite, um, my second favorite. Honestly, that branch shot is my favorite in the entire movie. But this is a close second, and that's Mia crawling into the shed and getting all sliced up as she's doing it. it I mean, this could be effects as well, but it made me just look away. I'm like, oh, golly. Well, this is not good at all. Nope, nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. nope well, nope. the guy was really, really good with his, um, just the way he shot the movie. Like, he really mm -hmm. focused on the things you need to focus on to make him look very foreboding. Mm -hmm. um, the woodwork in it is so amazing because it looks like the woods are swallowing them whole, you know? Like, you just get this feeling like they're in this little tiny space in this mm -hmm. cabin, but yet these woods are so massive that there's no escaping. Yeah. And yeah. I just love the angles where sometimes it looks like the woods are moving almost. Do you get that from watching it? It's just yeah. the way that I play with it. It looks like they're like separating or like kind of moving. It's cool. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say like, you know, um, the quality of this like movie looks great. Like it, it's so like, like it's done really well. Like the, it's very clean and right. You know, it takes away kind of a, the rough charm the other one had, too. This one is very, very clean. Very glossy, as we used to say. Yeah. Last time we had Clark. Yeah. And so for me, like, you know, the gloss is great. Like, it lo again, it looks gorgeous. I'm, I mm -hmm. personally, when I think of Evil Dead, my mind just goes to the kind of gritty, 
Evil Dead One <laughs> and Evil Dead Two. Um, that's what that's what I love about the series. But um, there was some amazing cinematography in this movie, and what I really liked is like the homages that they mm. played to the cinematography in the originals because in the original we get all this like POV shaky cam as it's moving as the evil is kind of moving through the forest and we get that too in this but mm -hmm. it's smoother you know it's not mm -hmm. quite as like but it's smoother but it's an homage and then um when he's putting together the like defibrillator basically um yeah. that scene was so an homage to ash like putting his chainsaw hand together where you get the shot to a drawer opening with like tools in it and then he grabs yeah. a tool and he grabs something so it's like a direct homage to that scene um so i do like that they played like um paid homage to the cinematography mm -hmm. in the originals mm -hmm. yeah yep i thought it was creepy whenever it shows natalie coming from behind in the tv screen mm -hmm. and she's holding the, like dragging the crowbar that was creepy yeah there were some good like pans, you know, pan around the room, you know, pan around to the different characters. Um, I love like when the cabin is on fire at the end. That is a beautiful shot. Like, and it rains blood. That was great, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when you see them, it looks up from inside the well up to the people after she drops her oh, drugs. Yeah. That was mm -hmm. pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was really nice, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that scene, too. Yeah, so the cinematography was great. I loved it. Uh, our cinematographer on this one was Aaron Morton, and he also did Spartacus and American Gods. But honestly, I have not seen much of what else he's done, but I really liked it. It was really pretty. Yeah. Uh, how about how about some music talk, huh? <laughs> so I love this movie because the whole crew is basically the Don't Breathe crew, including, you know, our composer. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's great. Um, the music in this one, it was very um, choral and very orchestral. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, very cinematic. Like, feels like a really big, big budget, you know, movie as opposed I, to the original. I literally wrote big budget, big budget sound. The There's. <laughs> There's chanting at some point, you know, kind yes. of that sounds very big budget. Um, there's like really pretty spooky, sad piano, like towards the beginning, I think. Um, and some very like suspenseful, again, big budget suspense, like kind of sounds. So mm -hmm. I wrote like a, I wrote like a phrase in my music section. I have no idea what it means. <laughs> it's like, it's a double L at the beginning, which is an H in Spanish. So I'm assuming that it's Uega die cool. And I do not know what that means, but I wrote it for music. So <laughs> I basically just said, like, it's what you would expect to be in here. It did its job. Mm -hmm. It did its purpose. Nothing really stood out so much yeah. where I'm like, this is going to be remembered. Mm -hmm. But they hired a professional. They did what they had to do. Yeah. Yeah. I I did panic write some notes about music towards the middle when I realized I hadn't written much about music at all because I hadn't really noticed it much. Um, so yeah, towards the middle, I started like, okay, I gotta like listen to the music a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, they're they're. I mean, music is a little bit easier to talk about when they have some songs in this, but there are no songs. Right. Well, they right. have like Mia's song she was singing, but I think it was made up, right? It's nothing. Oh, the lullaby legit. or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't even any songs playing over the radio. Like in the original, they had the Charleston, right? So. All right. Aging. How well is this going to age in the future since it's pretty new? Oh, 
I mean, it's it looks great. I, I don't really think there's anything that like super ages it at all. There's not even like phones. There's so. not. Mm -mm. There's no and, technology really to give it away too much. No clothes mm -hmm. to give it away much. And even with cars, right. people drive old cars, so yeah, their style is so basic. I yeah, a Jeep thing, is a Jeep. Right? Yeah, yeah. The the shininess and pretty people and with problems is probably the only thing that's gonna date it to like that time era. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. It is. <laughs> Okay, is there a twist on this one? No, that's not an idea. That's a twist. I mean, aside from the fact that Mia is the new Ash, so they, they completely switched our sex on this one. Um, um, we get ahead. a little hint of Ash at the end, at the very end, in the credits. Right. The beginning with his car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> True. She's sitting on that, Megber. Yep. Mm -hmm. I forgot about the car. And she's sketching and she's drawing like the girl draws in the original one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I'm trying to think if there's a, uh, I'm trying to think about twist. I don't know if it's necessarily a twist. The only thing I, I noticed that was kind of different from the other ones is this one seems like it's working more like a virus than yeah. demon when possessing you just randomly, you know, because it's like almost as if Mia's. Um, in control of the people who she vomits on, she bites, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's a little different, at least. I don't know if that's a twist, but... Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know about a twist. Yeah, Clark, I have to mention this. Um, when you said Demon Win just now, are you just referring to a statement or the movie? <laughs> a statement, but yeah, <laughs> I've, seen the, I've seen the movie. <laughs> I've I'm heard of wondering. it. I've not seen it. But it's just like in the original, you know, how it's like all of a sudden like yeah. the wind is like, whoo, and then it's like, oh, I'm possessed. Well, this one had more of a reason for the people to be possessed. <laughs> I just had to, I just had to clarify because when you said it, I'm like, oh, I don't hear many people say that phrase or that movie. So I just want to know. Alrighty, uh, pacing on this one. Well, it starts out with a bang. So that's always cool. Sure does. <laughs> It does. I actually, I love when they start out like that too. I really liked the intro, how it like, yeah, jumped from there to kind of like a little bit of exposition. So mm -hmm. we get to know the people and we go off to our cabin. But as soon as I she's really possessed, it. it is bang, bang, bang. Oh, yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. It really is. And they don't spend too much time waiting for it. And no. okay, so this is a little bit on pacing, a little bit on story. I, I loved the whole um, backstory on how she's going to a to go away to detox herself right because she would be acting completely irrational coming off of drugs like that right so sure they think nothing's wrong in the beginning so you know something's wrong because we know what we're watching but if you were in that situation you would just think her body's having a reaction to withdrawal no they took so much more care of the story in this one than they did I the originals it's right. like they, they give you a reason for everything basically and yep. it wasn't it wasn't just like oh we're going camping and bad things happen it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> which is also great though i got it is it is yeah. but it's been done you know so we would expect oh, yeah. it so the fact that they actually came up with a backstory for reasons for everyone to be there kind of you know things of that sort mm -hmm. right. liked it yeah i liked it too and like i said i really like that plot device that they used you don't mm -hmm. see it used often and you in in the setting of of possession i think it was kind of uh creative and brilliant i liked it a lot 
Yeah, I mean, it's um, a good it's a good metaphor. Like I said, the movie I was just mm -hmm. talking about, Ava's possession, you know, it's all about people who were possessed and going to like an AA kind of style support group. So like the the metaphor is a good one. They use it well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, do you guys have anything else to add on story? Because I kind of just jumped right into that. Um, I like that the brother and sister are kind of estranged and having issues. That's, yeah. And then also the from the friends as well. So it creates tension mm -hmm. between everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like, you've been gone, dude. You know nothing. You literally know nothing of what's been going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, even when they even when they mentioned to him like about her overdosing, and he's like, "Oh, she overdosed," and they're like, "How do you right. not know this?" Like, "Oh, that's right, because you haven't been in the picture, dude." But yeah, so right. good good friends. It it definitely like makes you feel for the characters a little bit more too, because mm -hmm. you know that they're all there and they're going through an intense thing, but they're doing it for the benefit of like their friend who they love. So you're like, okay. These people are good, you know, they just want their friend to be well. And if they can help, they're going to try and look what happens to them as a result. Poor Natalie. She's just like, I'm here. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just Natalie. the girlfriend. Like, literally, like, that, this, her, that was her only job. And wow. She did. She did. Uh, she, I'm sure she was sorry that she was the girlfriend in this moment it's the one thing that just doesn't really sit right with me is this cabin for this movie of teens you know because i'm just like wait you guys lived here or something at some point what's going on this place right. is decrepit in the middle of nowhere and you are the country as folks or you are not country at all you are the most city slicking folks i've ever seen you know <laughs> yeah i know it's like they don't wear shoes to like go to a place like this they don't own shoes like that like come no. on <laughs> they don't have a hat they need bug spray like they were so yeah. unprepared and yeah you're right it's like it just that part is a little unbelievable because you see like yeah. the remnants of their family and it's like wait this is the family cabin like <laughs> you're like sure jan I yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so no no i'd be like man i hate my family if they like brought me out to that cabin like mm, guys <laughs> yeah you know i grew up um you know, Bakersfield, it's only a, a couple hours away from the mountains. And um, my family would always force me to go camping, not camping in a cabin, not camping in like a van. Sometimes we did the van, tent. but camping in a tent. And yeah. I'm not a fan of being outside or being dirty or being outdoorsy at all or bugs or anything. And so I'm basically like, nope, I'm good. I'm not going to that cabin. <laughs> this went... bitch needs to be in the hospital, not in the cabin. Yeah. Unfortunately, out of all my friends and the people in my life, I am probably the one who would be like, okay, a cabin sounds fine. Let's do it. But I would I would be voted down before it actually happened. So, it, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't. End up, no, me and my friends wouldn't end up at the cabin in the woods. <laughs> I always said roughing it was a Motel 6. <laughs> Yes. Exactly. Oh my God. I stayed at the rough, most roughest motel in Dallas for one night right by the airport and it was icky. So that was big time roughing it for me. <laughs> I was telling Jamie all about it. It was icky. Like it looked clean, but it smelled like mold. <laughs> you know? And it smelled yeah. like mildew. It looks great. Like it really does look clean. It doesn't look dirty and there were no bugs or anything, but I'm like, Ugh. I just want to take a shower after I leave here. That's that was the feeling I got. 
um and you want to wash the mold air off <laughs> so yeah I roughed yes. it I put I did my time um scary rating Ooh. <laughs> is that a new one I've never heard that caught me off guard I was like who's that yeah huh? <laughs> well Jesse found that one once upon a time and threw it in and again I wasn't looking at my camera when he did it and I thought it was Jamie yeah I thought it was me <laughs> <laughs> and then when he did it a second time in the episode I was like her mouth's not moving my friend I know so she looked at me and the sound was coming out but I was yeah Anyway, scary baiting, not so much scary, but um, I liked I liked it. I mean, I liked all the blood and stuff, but it didn't scare me. I feel like there's a few things that some people might find scary. Um, yeah. If you're afraid of possession or kind of like de- demonic things, this yeah. might creep you out a little bit. If you're afraid of like blood and cutting and stuff like that, this might yeah. get to you. If you're not you. a fan of gore, if gore icks you out and you really can't handle gore, this is definitely going to get to you. Yeah. Like hatchet style, this is going to get to you. you know? So I can see some newbies probably thinking this is scary, but for the most part, if you're into horror, this is just a good, fun ride. It is a, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, guys. Overall movie rating. And the winner is Clark. I think I probably like the movie more than any of you guys. Um, I like this the best out of all four. Uh, just because mm-hmm. I usually like clean cut. I do mm-hmm. love the second one, but it's so goofy. And like this one's more serious. And I feel like this is a more competently made movie than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still only going to give it a, like an 8.5 um, just because I don't feel it's something you could watch all the time. Yeah. Uh, maybe once every other few years, is, it's really good. But I, I wouldn't want to watch it every day. So 8.5 and a bag of smelly cats. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, the Evil Dead franchise is one that I'm really, really fond of. Um, it's just one of those franchises that, you know, I really like clicked with early on in my horror kind of journey. Like Ash is one of my favorite characters. I've been Ash twice for Halloween. Like I have, I have Ash things around this house. Um, (laughs) this scared David at first, by the way, when he first saw it, where he's like, oh, you got a, you got a doll. It's so cute. It scared me. It was looking at the. It was looking at me, um, and I didn't see it before. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I, I liked this. I liked this movie. Um, at first, I when I first saw it, I really didn't. But again, it's that it's that thing of like when you go in, you're a big fan of the original. You're already just kind of like turned off to the idea or apprehensive of the idea. So sometimes you do need to let it breathe a little bit, like you were saying. Um, I actually liked it more this time when I watched it. Um, but for me, when I think of Evil Dead, I just, I love like the gritty kind of slapstick. Two is my favorite. Two is my favorite one. So I like the slapstick, gritty kind of DIY kind of way about it. Um, so this one, I'm going to give it a six. Um, you know, it's kind of middle of the road for me, but I do, I did really enjoy it. I watched it multiple times and I'll definitely be watching it again. Um, it is a fun movie and I do think people should watch it as part of the series for sure. But yeah, yeah. it's like a six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so here's the thing, guys. Before I did my homework on this and before we did this whole like Evil Dead month, so I've been doing Evil Dead for, for several weeks now, right? Um, nothing but Evil Dead on the brain. Ooh, 
Okay. Um, before this month, I would have just thinking back on it, I would have given it a three. Mm -hmm. Okay. After doing my homework and even after recording this episode, pre-episode, I would have given it a six. Now, after we recorded and talked it out, I'm actually going to give it like a six and a Jeep with an arm and a bag of smelly cats and a necklace and a Necronomicon. So honestly, Girl, it that's is, a seven. It's that's close to a seven, a, yeah. It's very close to a seven. It is almost a seven. It is just maybe like one cat short of a seven. <laughs> Your Jeep has all the goodies in it. I know. <laughs> you know. All the goodies. Yeah, it's one cat short of a seven after we recorded. So I even went up in the last two hours. But wow. considering before doing homework and have having had seen it a couple of times at least, um, I, I, I hated it. And I changed my mind. I really enjoy it. I will watch it again. Like Clark said, probably no time soon since I've seen it three times in a week. But in the next, like, four years, I'm, I'm guessing I'll, I'll be watching it again. I'm still a very firm believer. Sometimes it just depends on who you're watching it with and who you're talking about it with. It can make you enjoy a movie more than, like, say, if you're just not really into it. Like, if you're just going into it being like, mm -hmm. eh, I'm probably not going to like this. Compared to mm -hmm. someone who's like, oh, this movie's awesome because of this. You're like, okay, well, I'm looking forward to this then, you know? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's really interesting. That's fun. Um, Clark, I didn't ask you this because this one wasn't directed or written by Sam Raimi like the others, but I did ask our other two guests. He produced three guests. it, though. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I did ask our other three guests this, so I want to ask you, what is your favorite Sam Raimi film, if you have one? And that could be directed, written, or produced. I don't think I do, actually. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name right now, and I actually do like the movie Drag Me to Hell. I mentioned Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, it's I like one of Drag my Me favorites. to Hell. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's very on the line of almost like Evil Dead, too, yep. because it has moments of quirkiness. It's and, very slapstick at times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I remember watching that one. I really liked it. Um, the Spider-Mans, I know he did those. I'm not super big on Spider-Man, so I was just, meh, okay, sure, why not? Same. <laughs> Same. I was yeah, like, I'll, I'll watch it that. because they always come out in the summertime, and I am warm, and I want to be in a cold theater. <laughs> That's right. it yeah okay cool um we've mentioned drag me to hell several times over the last you know few episodes because that is a very solid sam raimi film it's good, I'm, good i think we might have to do an episode on it because i do really think oh, yeah. that movie's fun it's like sam raimi kind of going back to his evil dead roots yep. but like having like a good budget and like um a little bit more know-how like as he's yep. doing it so to me, it's like a really good, just like point for mm -hmm. Sam Raimi, a little bit of both worlds of him. Guys, I totally scored a free copy of Drag Me to Hell recently, and I was so happy. Nice. It was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I don't know if you guys have this where you're at, but in our neighborhoods out here, we have these like little like stands where mm -hmm. people can leave books or DVDs and sometimes canned goods yep. for hungry people. And, you know, you can take a book, leave a book, whatever. Were you um, hungry for a movie summer? <laughs> I was definitely hungry for a movie. But no, I have seen a lot of canned goods in there since quarantine, which I think is great for yeah. people who are in need. We have um, one of those. Right. So um, I was walking, there's one just, you know, like seriously 40 steps away from my apartment. And so I walk by it every day and look inside. And sometimes I find something I like. And um, 
this was in there one day and I snatched that thing up so fast. And sometimes I'll, I'll grab a movie that I know I would like. I'll watch it and I'll put it back mm-hmm. for someone else. And I do have left things in there before, like some of my Stephen King books that have turned out to be really not good. Like I didn't like them at all. I've left those. So stuff like that I would leave in there. And um, I'm like, this ain't going back. <laughs> this is mine. You adopted it. Yeah, a new I'm home. Like, I'm like, score. <laughs> You're lucky that it wasn't like a wrong movie disc inside. It was like, <laughs> drag me to hell meets Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did also look at the disc before I took it because sometimes also the discs are Smart. so, so damaged. And it's like, there's no way I'm putting this disgusting thing in my DVD player, you know? I remember when I worked at Hollywood Video having to like clean them. They had like this little scratch system, sponging, <laughs> and it was just like, maybe 50 percent of the time it worked i think you only got like a few before it was like technically almost wipes away the movie (laughs) yeah oh my gosh (laughs) yeah and me being somebody who still rents movies weekly from the library for free um and this is why the video stores are out of business because libraries do it for free um so yeah like 25 percent of the time the disc is so damaged and or cracked cracked right down the middle sometimes and i'll take it back i said this is broken you need to take it out of circulation and so i'll go and i'll reserve it again because there are 20 other copies there and they'll give me the exact same one yeah. <laughs> and you're like i, I take it back fucking told you what i like, told you this is broken, broken. <laughs> want to see movie <laughs> <laughs> You're like taking it so, to yeah. them, holding it side by side. No worko. Take it away. <laughs> and also, I mean, honestly, when you bring a movie back like that, you know, there's always the chance, well, you broke it because no one else reported it before you, right? So it's like broken. <laughs> it's been broken. Mm-hmm. So, yes. All right. Um, I do have a few fun facts. Cool. This is your opinion. Ooh. It's a fact. Alrighty. Um,. I really thought this was really cool. Uh, 95% of this movie was shot in order. Wow. Oh, wow. That's rare. Yes. It is very rare. And the, the, what I read is it did this because the film takes place in a very controlled environment and everything was um, a practical. So the level of blood and grossness, you know, goes on. Things are getting messed up. Things are getting broken. Things are getting ruined in the movie. So for continuity, it was just easier to to go practical, right? Oh, makes that, that makes sense. So like you wouldn't have to like clean all the right. blood for, you know, yes. the next scene or whatever. Okay. You could just kind of leave it and keep it progressing. Right. That makes sense. Or you got to fix that toilet seat that you just broke or whatever, right? Plus sure. if you die, you could just go home and you don't have to come back. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Oh, let's see here. Oh, according to the reports in the press, this film used 70,000 gallons of blood. 70,000, guys. Awesome. And and, um, in the initial interview, the director stated that he used 50 gallons for that final scene alone. 50 gallons or 50,000? I'm sorry, 50,000 gallons. Oh, wow. Compared to the original, which was estimated at 200 to 300 gallons. That still, was no joke, though. I'm surprised. I was, I was going to say, yeah. that still clocks in at a pretty good amount of blood. Yeah, that rain? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that last shot when she's just, like, chainsawing the demon, and that blood <laughs> is just squirting everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so bloody. Ugh, and again, that's, that's what turned me off 
the first few viewings and now I liked it. See, um, I've liked that part the whole time. Well, because it makes you think of like the second one when the blood's just spewing out of yeah. the cellar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some good blood squirts in part two. That's very. something I, I that's something I notated. I remember talking about that. Yeah, very um, it's interesting that since this was all practical for the most part, the uh, director of this has a background in CGI, but he still chose to go practical, which I really admire. Good for him. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, in the opening scene, the petrol that Harold used to pour over his daughter was apple juice. <laughs> Yummy. She must have smelled so good. All right. Aww. Uh, it was shot in New Zealand over 40 days. Oh, New Zealand. They got some creepy woods up there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else? I think was shot in New Zealand. I think Krampus was shot in New Zealand, too. Aww. Uh, on a soundstage. Uh, let's see. Oh, Cyan Davis, who plays the old woman in that opening scene, she will also play a deadite later on in uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Nice. She did look familiar. Okay, I think yeah. she's like one of the like from the first episode or something, right? I was gonna say I think she's in the first one, or maybe it's like been so long since I've seen it. It was like in his trailer. I want to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's been so long since I've seen the show in its entirety. And I honestly, I'll be honest, I wasn't actually watching half of it. I was just listening to it and doing other things, and yeah, really enjoying the dialogue because the dialogue was brilliant. Show was yeah. fun. Give it a chance if you haven't seen it, people. Yeah, it oh, is yeah, really it fun. fun. I liked it. I think it. I think it ran just long enough. Like three seasons was enough. Yeah, right. I think, and I think most people I talk to enjoy the show. I haven't really met, haven't really read too many people who are not fans of the show. Oh, <laughs> that Clark went away again. I know. We lost another one. <laughs> no, I just dropped my phone. Another one bites the dust. Um, Okay, so uh, this is the first and only film in the Evil Dead franchise to be over 90 minutes long because everything else was under. Probably because they could afford it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Now, I like this one. Um, Jamie and I, we have, we have talked about the movie The Woods a lot because yeah. uh, Bruce Campbell was in The Woods. Um, Agnes Bruckner, apparently, who was the star of The Woods, the redhead, yeah. uh, auditioned for the role of Natalie. Oh. I honestly, I don't know if I could envision her as Natalie. I think of her more as a Mia. Yeah, I can't really see her as a Natalie. Right. But I really liked her. Um, so if that's true, honestly, like, they say so-and-so audition for things all the time, and you don't really know if it's, like, yeah, right, you know. But, right. but yeah, so that last fun fact. Um, Clark, have you seen The Woods? I don't know. Who's in it? Um, Bruce Campbell, uh, Patricia Clarkson. Um, the girl who played from um, Tool the Toolman Taylor. No, that's Richardson. No. Um, Clarkson. Is she blonde? blonde. Yes. Okay, I know mm-hmm. she is. Okay. She was the yeah. mom on Easy A, right? Mm-hmm. I believe okay. so. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, just a lot of other fun people. Um, I think Rachel McAdams was in it. Um, but anyway, it's it's decent um henry watches it at least once a year i really and, liked it yeah clark i rented that from you guys for the first time the first time i saw that was from hollywood video i think that's why i'm struggling with it because i probably had a look at the cover a hundred times putting it away but i don't know if i've actually seen the movie 
Yeah. I think well, I think you'd recognize the cover if you saw it. You'd be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I've passed by that a million times, or yep. I've passed by it on streaming, you know, multiple times. I'm sure you'd yep. recognize the cover. It, I, I would say it's it's really worth a watch, especially if you like witchcraft. Yeah, it's fun. I love me some witchcraft. Me too. It's like <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> I bind you, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriends and I were like hanging out recently and just totally casually talked about um, like how to how to hex somebody like it was nothing. Nice. We're just like she, a friend was just like, so seriously, though, for a minute, if I wanted to this guy deserves it, he's not good. If I wanted to curse him, like, what would I do? And we're just like, oh, OK, well, you know, maybe you should start with this. Like, there's like, nothing like I've seen Teen Witch just make a voodoo doll yeah, strip him naked. Yeah, exactly. We could do that. <laughs> I've seen Teen Witch, The Craft, and Suspiria. I'm good. I know, yeah, I know it all. I've covered all my bases. Yes. <laughs> I'll make you dance to the Ooga Booga. What the hell's the Ooga Booga? I don't know. But when I say you better fucking figure it out. Yes. <laughs> Superstar. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jennifer Irwin, I love her in that scene. What's Ooga Booga? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I have the movie I haven't thought about for, for a while. I know. Um, it is a shout out time. <laughs> First and foremost, our guest and artist, Clark. Heck thank yeah. You. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for so everything, fun. for coming to play with us, for, for weekly gems that you give us and just working so hard for, for the show and, and us. And we love you and appreciate you. So thank you. Well, I love yes. that I get to grow alongside you guys. It's, it's just practice, learning new things, and just also to see how quickly I could pop something out sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, it's amazing. I'm always like, I'm always amazed at like that. Yeah, just like that you create these like amazing, beautiful pictures every week. And I'm like, I feel like that would take me like months to do that. Oh, no. And sometimes I get done in a day. Good. Wow. Yeah, and not nearly as good either. Like, I know. Yeah. And it would be bad. My, my stick figures don't look right. Like, I can't even draw stick figures right. Same. The limbs are too long. The head is too squishy. Like, the proportions are all off. My what hair was, is always uneven. What was the one you guys did with, it was at the House of the Devil? Mm-hmm. You guys did that one, right? So mm-hmm. when I did that one, I literally woke up that morning and I was like, okay, I have three hours to do this. I'm going to do this really quickly, you know? And at the end of it, I was like, oh, I kind of like this. I wasn't expecting me to like this one. <laughs> yeah. And it was awesome. It was great. I also really loved the portal one, even though, I mean, the, the drawing is far better than the movie for sure. But so our that drawing was great. The portal I, one was awesome. I couldn't with that movie. I tried so hard, like sit through it all. And I'm just like, oh my God, it sucks. It sucks. This is good enough. I'm going to do this. <laughs> no, it was perfect. It was, it was yep. absolutely perfect. Like Summer said, so much more enjoyable than the movie itself. I don't know. Are you allowed to talk about the upcoming project that you're doing? That's not for us. I don't know, honestly. I, um, I, I'm sure I cannot post the pictures because I'm really bummed about. Well, of course I, not. Yeah, I really like some of the work I've done. Even with your guys, I try not to post anything if I decide to until you guys actually release it. Yeah, um, right. which is which is hard for me sometimes. I'm like, oh, I want to post. Sometimes this one. it's hard for me when you give it to me. Like I know. That Friday the thirteenth one was. I've had it for a week, and I've been wanting to post it all week long. Well, yeah. I'm sure it helps now that I only do it like the week before, whereas I used to give it to you almost a month before at some points. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good though. I'm like, oh no, I had fun it's... with that one. That one was fun. 
It was perfect. Anyway, yeah. So stay tuned for into the Dolls of Horror for new and exciting news on Clark because he's doing some very exciting things that yeah. is not Dolls of Horror related, but we are so excited for him. Ah, and happy and proud. It's so cool. <laughs> so proud. Our little Clark dolls all grown up. Did Summer get to share the work with you, Jamie? Yes. Yes, she okay. did. Yes, she did. And it's awesome. And Thank I can't you. wait till we can talk about it. <laughs> you know, Jamie was actually with me, physically with me once when you sent me something. Oh, and okay. I was like, look at this. Yep. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was an indie. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. This is so good. So, Summer's my, my go-to person. I like to have her look at something and just be like, well, what are you thinking? <laughs> like, yeah. cool. Even though she always says yes, except for with the dolls. Except for, except for, <laughs> for that one time. I'm like, mm, it's fine. It's not great. <laughs> You're like, I look like a... Um, the way you've made it come off of for the dolls one is like you made it seem like you were like the moms or the grandmother and like the nanny. <laughs> You're like, I feel like an old woman. <laughs> I was definitely an old woman. And then you, you rephrased it to like, uh, what biker chick. Oh yeah. Cause you guys had like the outfits and mm-hmm. it reminded me of like with the old woman, like those old woman biker chicks. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. So, yes. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's the only one where I was like, I'm not so crazy about this. It's good. It's fine. And it's passable. But I think we we can do better, you know. Um, and then you did do one um, that you did post for Nightmare on Elm Street. Where you're asking opinions. I'm like, I don't know, maybe like this, or maybe something like this, or maybe a different color here, you know. Oh, but I yeah. think I vaguely remember that. Yeah. That was when there were all no window panes. A window pane. Oh, oh yeah, that was early work. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> you say early work like it was years ago. It was seriously like six months ago. That's right. that's how much better you got. I didn't end up I didn't even end up using the window panes, remember? Because it was just all the you yeah. posted it. Yeah. It was just all the characters yep. with a Yep. scratch background instead mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yep all right uh next up we need to shout out our our patreons and there was much rejoicing Woo. all yeah. right daryl hook and john morgan thank you guys for always supporting us and um inspiring us to continue to do this and always giving feedback i mean um especially john and clark they listen to the episodes pretty much immediately after they come out. And, or for John's case, he gets the episodes early for um, Patreon and he'll, he'll give me immediate feedback or comments or, or love, you know, like, he's like, Oh, that was really funny. Or, Hey, have you seen this movie? It's kind of like that or you know, something we said in the show. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's nicer than me. you guys. <laughs> Usually I'm just like, how did you not mention this? <laughs> You're like, Oh, no. you totally forgot about this. Only once, I think, maybe. Yeah, only once I really got on to you. It was like, come on. Like, it was for your um, episode on my, yeah. soul to, my Soul to Keep or My Soul to Take. Take. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then it was, I think. You're I like, you didn't it. mention The Walking Dead. I'm like, yes. I've never seen The Walking Dead. But I'm like, you should still know The Walking Dead is huge in the horror community. And for this person <laughs> specifically, come on. <laughs> I actually only know one actor offhand in my head from the walking dead not like, andrew lincoln it. no you never saw love actually huh? yes yes he, but not he, the walking dead i was like he's the one that has the science it's yeah. like to me you were perfect 
Yeah, I've seen that's that. him, but mm-hmm. but not The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, okay. And then of course so, you yeah. got the guy from Boondock Saints. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, would, I loved the Boondock Saints. Oh my god, when I was in high school, I loved that movie. Norman Reedus. Yeah. Yes, that poor cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the um, first few seasons had the chick from The Mist, and she was also the cop in Silent Hill. Oh yes. Oh Lauren, okay. Mm-hmm. Lauren something. So it's got more people than you think you would know. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I don't know them because they're not like on the advertisements. They're not on the mm. the stuff I see on the internet, you know. Gotcha. Advertising episodes, you know. Um, all right. Next up, we need to talk to producer Jesse. We do. <laughs> yes, we do. Hi, producer hey. Jesse. Hello. You're slacking. Hello. Just kidding. Jesse in the house. Totally slacking. I get it. Yes. So. Well, even though we have had some technical difficulties on this episode, it's nothing compared to last week. Like last week was stressful. <laughs> Just a little bit. It, I uh, think so. It is. It is what it is. Look, <laughs> look. There are there are ups and downs. I don't want to keep complaining about you know all the problems we have behind the scenes. But yes, you know there are there are woes when it comes to the editing. But at the end of the day, you know we still. Um, I, I just love the uh, the synergy and the rhythm that the podcast has mm-hmm. overall. So yeah, the the yeah. the the problems that come just from natural technical difficulties are totally small price to pay pay for you know the final product that ends up going out. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. And once we get started and we get on a roll, it's fine. Sometimes it's just a bitch to get things to work properly. Yeah, that is hey, true. You know? Hey, listeners, I'm going to be an inside scoop on some background stuff. <laughs> I think so far from this specific episode, Summer is the biggest offender. I'm number two, Jesse's 100%. number three, and Jamie's been a doll and nothing's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. For a change. Don't jinx For a change. It. I know. Well, actually, you know, props go to Teddy Ash on that one. It wasn't me. All about Teddy Ash. Teddy Ash is the good luck charm. I'm exposing yeah. you. I think, keep, <laughs> I think we need to keep Teddy Ash around all the time. Yes, always. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with uh, having more Teddy Ash in our life. So no problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Jesse, Jesse does amazing uh, and hard work for us, just like Clark does. So yes. we love and appreciate you. Thank you so much Very for much. everything. And, everything. And I love and appreciate you as well. And you, the listeners as well. A special <laughs> thanks to all of you for your tremendous support. And just to, uh, just to point out that in addition to the podcast itself, you can follow us on the social medias on Facebook and Instagram at the Dolls of Horror and at Twitter at just Dolls of Horror. And if you prefer email and want to reach out, say hi, give some feedback or even some movie suggestions, you can do so at the Dolls of Horror at Yahoo.com. And if you're willing and able to help support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at <laughs> patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror, where you can access our entire back catalog, where we usually have at least four or five episodes unaired at any given time. And in addition, your name will be permanently entered into a regular drawing for a free Dolls of Horror t-shirt that we will announce during our live streams, which are coming back soon. And we will have fans participate in our live stream killer trivia duel where you can win even more Dolls of Horror merchandise. And if you want to check out that entire merchandise catalog to see all the wacky things we can put our awesome logo on, just follow the link in the description. 
Thank you, I still Jesse. can't believe you do that live. You could definitely, <laughs> definitely just record that and press a button every time, but you do that like so smoothly, and I'm just like I was stutter and be yes. I he I does. appreciate it, but it's it's like I've done it so that the thing is I've done it so many times that it's it's just you know a hundred times <laughs> now basically it's like a hundred yeah. now yeah I wouldn't go I don't think it's been a hundred times I've had I haven't no. had I haven't had this copy for that long, but I appreciate <laughs> right. I appreciate the the praise all the same. I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth but yeah no i appreciate you saying nice things about it but yeah when you do it enough times you just get so used to the rhythms yeah yeah you know clark's uh clark's initial reaction when he first saw that happen live or i know what you did last summer was holy crap that's live (laughs) (laughs) i seriously thought you were just you pre-recorded it so you could do multiple takes you're like this sounds good save it press a button but nope (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker be spitting. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you like, Bobby? More things. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> oh, but Jesse is Jesse's great at everything. And he honestly, like, he's like he's the most important part of the show because he, he puts it all together and, and makes it look seem like perfect and flawless when the actual process is is not at all perfect or flawless well that's incredibly high praise and i appreciate it i don't know if i necessarily would agree that i'm that but i do appreciate um how um how much uh how much i can be to the show because it means a lot to me to be a part of it myself so absolutely yeah like you're behind you might be behind the scenes but you are so important you i mean i don't know if you know but it's we would not have this this true. this kind of product without you, and it's all true. you. Well, thank you. It means that that means a lot to me. Absolutely appreciate it. So this mm-hmm. episode is yep. going to be a whole bunch of us just patting ourselves on the back and giving us kudos, <laughs> um, patting each other on the back. Yeah. Excuse me, we're we're fucking awesome. Because so. for me, we have to dropping the call. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to give the dolls a shout out right now because you guys don't Aww. get to do it to yourself enough. It only happens whenever you have guests on, pretty much. But you guys have been doing some amazing things over there. You're getting great interviews with people. You're really expanding what you normally do. And yeah. it's, just, it's just awesome to see the growth that your channel's had as of late. Um, so keep it up. Yeah, and the conventions. The conventions have really, really helped that too since we got to go back to some cons this year. And last year, last year the show was brand new and we didn't get to do cons. So it was yeah. just doing the show. And now it's like, it's taken it up a notch. So thank you very much, Clark, for yeah, for so noticing nice and appreciating. Yeah. Your fans yeah. notice. Thank you. It's exciting to see how it's growing. And I mean, mm-hmm. we're only going to continue to grow from here. So like, yeah. yeah, I have the best team. You guys are the best team. So it's really exciting <laughs> to grow with you and have fun with you. It's like a dream. So <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's just one great big love fest over here, and I it's know. all genuine. Jeez. So I know people are just like gagging on the saccharine sweet things that are happening right now, but you know it's all true. We love each other. It's true. So, and we yeah. love blood and guts too. We love blood and guts, and we love each we other. Do. Jamie's growing quite the Absolutely. collection of buckets of what intestines and eyeballs and arms. buckets of body parts. <laughs> I'll be driving you know, over in my jeep with the to- arm. I know. <laughs> We, we also Twinsies. really, really, we, we need to shout out um, David O'Hanlon as well. Oh, yeah. Who, who is um, another member of the team. 
And um, we're not going to talk too much about his capacity right now, but he he's a member of the Dolls of Horror team, and um, I'm really excited for the future. So, David, we love you, boo. You're not here, but you were here two weeks ago, and yes. we love you. I think <laughs> I heard a little something, not from you guys either, so if it's yeah. what I'm thinking, it's pretty yeah. exciting stuff. It is exciting. Because um, I was talking to him about it, actually, about you. So. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I Keep my like, name so out of your mouth. What you saying, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I said, is Clark going to be doing this, this, and this? Uh, okay. He's like, oh, yeah, I already talked to him about it. And I said, perfect. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> oh, it would have been my one condition, actually. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Honestly, I'll be like, Clark's not involved? No, not happening. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's just one great big love fest over here. And with that, guys, this wraps up evil dead month of september 2021 wow this was a lot funner than i thought it was going to be oh i knew this was going to be a blast and it was i'm like man what are we going to do for next evil dead month we've watched them all (laughs) yeah there can only be one evil dead month maybe we'll revisit it in a few years Yeah, yeah right but um in probably january we're going to be doing an urban legend month not urban legend the franchise urban legend like urban legend movies such as Candyman and um campfire we have <laughs> oh you know that I'm, that's that's a really good one and there are several urban legend movies so this will not be the only urban legend month i'm figuring we'll do it like like we did with the uh, West Craven month where I pick two and Jamie picks two and we haven't discussed them yet. So I want to keep it a secret, but, yes. but yeah, I definitely have a, have some ones in mind and I have some backups in case she picks what I pick. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So we've got some fun and exciting months planned for you. Um, this evil dead month was, was really, really fun. We need to figure out what we want to do for women in horror months next year. Oh, yeah. So that's fast approaching. Spooky season's about to happen. We've got some fun and exciting things for spooky season. Shall we announce what we're doing for spooky season? Sure, let's do it. Because that's next week. Starts next week, man. Mm -hmm. Um, In no particular order, we're going to be doing Halloween Part 3, continuing on with the Halloween franchise where we left off. We are going to be doing um, Terrifier. Yeah, our boys. Our boys at Terrifier, All Hallows Eve, which is, you know, where the Terrifier origin story, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And Night of the Demons. That's a fun one. Love Night of the Demons. And Trick or Treat. Again? No, we did uh, another anthology last year. Oh, I um, thought you did Trick or Treat, no? No, we decided to go with a lesser known anthology, and I forgot. Mm. I know what's it called? Tales of, um, Tales of Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was a lesser known indie anthology, which is also very good. But so we're going to be doing Trick or Treat this year. It's going to be great. And uh, then, of course, we have holidays coming up and we're working on our holiday lists and checking them twice. And it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So that's all we have to look forward to. And I'm, I'm so excited. Me too. Uh, we got exciting cons coming up, exciting interviews and panels coming up. So, yeah, stay tuned for all that, like Clark said. Yeah. All right, guys. I, I think that about wraps it up. I'm done. Are you all done? Yeah. That was a good time. It was a great time. And so with that, I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. And this is Clark. 
And you have been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the Dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. People were getting nailed, people were getting banged, and not in the good <laughs> ways. Hey, Summer. I, mean, I might have seen him in other Did stuff and just didn't you? recognize. Summer, you're officially frozen, frozen now. Summer. There you go. Uh, oh, and you were frozen in an expression of joy, though. Like this. No. Now, now you're now you're less than happy, and no, now you're gone. gone. Oh. Our girl Natalie, that pink kind of dress she was wearing, um, it was mm-hmm. nipple. It was Nipple Town, USA, at the end. <laughs> okay. I will start us off in 10 seconds. Sounds good. 240, good show. 240 mark on my end. Ready, pants. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Look what she said to him. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you are just the okay, worst this- kind of person, Jamie. That's all. <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> I know. Oh. I just had to do it. I just had to throw some pants in there. And now Summer can't, like, her face is red. She can't handle it. Oh, no. Well, guess what's going into this outro? (laughs) (laughs) Too many pants. (laughs) Too many pants. Toilet to the head.